0: Hi y'all, welcome to the Fearless Female Entrepreneur podcast. I'm Katarina Cormas, certified mindset and confidence coach and believer that everything you dream of creating in your life is possible for you. This podcast is so much more than about being an entrepreneur. It's about being the woman who unapologetically and fearlessly goes out after what she desires. This is where you shift your mindset, your beliefs and your perspectives and ignite your confidence so you can transform your life and business. This podcast is all about living life your own way, deeply connecting to your own intuition and leading yourself to success. This is where you become an energetic match for all that you desire in your life and business. Your wildest dreams and fulfilling life are waiting for you and I'm so grateful to be able to guide you along the way. I'm so glad you're here. Grab your favorite hot beverage, your headphones, and a journal, and let's jump in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Fearless Female Entrepreneur Podcast. Today is going to be a fun conversation. I've been thinking a lot about a mindset block that comes up for almost every single entrepreneur that I've ever come across, (laughs) and it connects to subsequent limiting beliefs. Um, I've been hearing it a lot lately in like Facebook groups of women just starting out or that are growing their business. And I hear it all the time with my clients as well. And I hear it so much that I feel like I I feel like it's like a rite of passage in the process of starting a business. Like this belief comes up, I think for almost everybody. When you're starting out and the first few years of turning your passion and your ideas into a business, you start to see all these other people doing what you desire to do. And you wonder if the industry is oversaturated. Why would people choose me over them? Um, I can't possibly have enough experience and knowledge as they do. So certainly people won't choose to buy from me they'll choose one of these many, many, many other people to buy from or work with. And I hear from clients, you know, there are so many people out there doing what I what I want. It's it's noisy. No one would choose me. I can't stand out. People know more than me. People have been doing this so much longer. There's nothing unique about what I do. And it becomes this like race to figure out how to stand out, how to be different. Um, a lot of people try all kinds of different things to stand out. And I remember when I was starting my massage business, I kept feeling like I was in competition with every single massage therapist or spa in like a 30-mile radius. I would look at the numbers of the population and be like, okay, there are 60,000 people in this town that, I, you know, I, I at least need X percentage of the... I mean, it was just crazy. And I, I thought I had to like offer these discounts or I had, a, had to add all of these special add-ons to my services. And I questioned my own skills as a therapist, even though I went to a phenomenal school, I had been working at spas. I knew my stuff. I, I thought surely everyone else knows so many more techniques than I do. They have so much more experience than I do. Um, I started to go down the rabbit hole of like, my massages are boring. I don't know enough. I can't really help people. I can't solve their problem. Um, And it was kind of paralyzing. I I just always feared my clients were going to just go find someone else or somebody better because there were so many, many more options out there to choose from than just me. So I'm wondering, you know, do, do you relate? Does this sound familiar? Do you relate to this? Have you had these thoughts? They're normal. They're absolutely normal. Because when you start to go out there and you're researching whatever you're doing, right, whether you're selling a product, a service, a copywriter, a interior decorator, a yoga instructor, a coach... Whatever you do, right? Whatever your industry is, like all of a sudden you find, especially with social media and the algorithm, all of these people, you're seeing everybody do what you want to be doing. Plus, you're going to see what everybody else is doing (laughs) and how they're doing it. So, all of a sudden, you just see this vast amount of people doing exactly what you want to do. And that triggers so many limiting beliefs inside of you that are then impacting every decision you make. So, I'm really hoping that today's casual, fun, silly conversation that I I witnessed (laughs) recently can have you seeing things in a different perspective from a different vantage point. Because I listened to this conversation recently and I thought, oh my gosh, this is a perfect example of how unique we all are. So the other day a conversation happened um for those of you that don't know I work at a spa part-time I'm a lead massage therapist at a local spa resort and there was a conversation that happened amongst me and fellow massage therapists that was just this perfect analogy for seeing things a bit differently when it comes to competition and when it comes to you know how to attract your dreamy clients and even like is a perfect example of how complex each person's preferences are how unique they are how complicated their reasons for why somebody will choose you over someone else like how complicated that is it's not as simple as you might think so I heard this conversation and I was like whoa the psychology around sales and why people buy is so not black and white it is the grayest of gray lines right it is so not even grey. it is like every single color of the rainbow that can possibly exist it is so unique for every single person so the conversation I'm talking about revolved around ice cream I mean it's such a fun conversation right (laughs) um and it may sound a bit odd but just like kind of go with me and really think about what's happening in this conversation because it really brought up a great point um And it also involved around eating ice cream. So, you know, what's more fun than than that, right? I happened to be eating at the time, it was like a strawberry cake, birthday cake ice cream with salted caramel and whipped topping and sprinkles in a cone, (laughs) a cone bowl. Um, So yummy. (laughs) Anyway, so here's what I want you to keep in mind as I'm sharing this conversation. And it is really a silly conversation, but anyway... We think we see everyone doing similar things, but it's really the little intricacies that are what people that are, what make people decide who to work with or who to buy from. So the conversation went like, like this. So our boss decided to treat us. It was a Saturday. And so she decided to treat us to an ice cream Sunday. So she bought a bunch of ice cream. She bought a bunch of toppings um and so I, it started off really casual. I had a break between appointments and I was like, you know what? I'm gonna make myself a Sunday. So I was in the the staff room and um my coworker, we'll call him Jay, said, you know, what the heck, I'll make one too, right? And then there's another coworker there, we'll call her A. Um, she was in the room too. So so like the, you know, shoot the breeze conversations that we naturally have, we started talking about what we do and don't like about ice cream. And I started with talking about like, you know, I don't, I love ice cream, but I don't eat it very often. You know, I'd rather have cake or whatever. Um, and a, we'll call her a, she, she said, I like, I prefer cake too. Right. So we started talking and, but I mentioned like when I do eat ice cream, I love like vanilla and mint chocolate chip. So A responded saying, like, I don't like vanilla. She goes, I don't understand people that like vanilla. It's so boring. So I jumped in with, like, well, I like vanilla because I love to add chocolate chips to it as a topping. And she responded with, like, how much she doesn't like chocolate chips. And then Jay jumped in with, like, I agree with her. I don't like chocolate chips either. And then I brought up, like, oh, um, I you know, I love Ghirardelli chocolate chips. And Jay was like, oh my gosh, this is my least favorite of all. And in the midst of this conversation, A mentions that she loves chocolate ice cream. And I'm like, "Ah, oh, chocolate, it's okay. It's a little too chocolatey for me. So then he, Jay holds up, we had, um, our boss had bought Ghirardelli salted caramel sauce. And he goes, but I'll eat this. Um, even though I don't like Ghirardelli, he's like, I'll eat this. He's like, I love salted caramel, anything. And I was like, I agree, I love it. And he jumped in with, you know, that's why he likes Heath bars. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, I don't like Heath bars, but he's like, I love the caramel and the crunch and and everything like that. So then I brought up all the toppings I love on ice cream. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love adding chocolate syrup and caramel and whipped cream and chocolate chips and sprinkles. And I love maraschino cherries. So A jumped in with, oh, how much I didn't like maraschino cherries cause they taste fake. And then I'll call her N, N walks in the room. <laughs> And she's, we we'll call her Nancy, right? Nancy walks in the room and she's saying how much she loves maraschino cherries. So when we start to talk about maraschino cherries, and somehow around there, our, our conversation ends. So yeah, funny, silly, crazy conversation, right? But thinking about this conversation, there were so many likes and dislikes going on for all kinds of different reasons. Now, if we actually mapped out each Sunday, each work coworker would make, order from a restaurant, they'd be completely different. And I think it's safe to say that we could have taken that conversation a lot further. We could have started talking about brands, brands of ice cream, brands of toppings. And we all could have had a totally different perspective for choosing brands. So for me, it's funny. I live in Texas. Everybody here in the South loves Bluebell. I think it's it's called Bluebell ice cream and Amy's ice cream, and I am not a fan of either. I grew up in the Northeast. I grew up on Briars and Turkey Hill and Friendly's ice cream. Um, So I'm not a fan of what everybody down here loves and lives by. I also don't like Haagen- Haagen-Dazs either, so I'm not a fan of that. But, you know, Turkey Hill, Friendly's, Briars they always be my favorites, right? I'm, I'm a loyal fan. <laughs> down here, everybody is a Bluebell fan, right? They are just don't touch their bluebell ice cream. Recently like I guess there was a listeria outbreak and they weren't making bluebell ice cream. I mean it was just like a chaos erupted in like Texas cuz they couldn't get their favorite ice cream. Personally for me, as much as I love ice cream, I could take it even further. I'm more of a can I have ice cream with my toppings. <laughs> I I think of like ice cream as the carrier for all the good stuff, all the like the M&Ms and the marshmallows and the whipped topping and the sprinkles like I would just be happy with whipped cream and sprinkles if you ask me in a maraschino cherry but so I know this is like this is a funny conversation but I want you to go with me here because and I know this is like a small sampling of folks out of like 7 billion people in the world but I think it's safe to assume this is this is such a great example of how utterly unique we all are in our preferences across the board if you took out a pen and paper right now and thought about the last thing that you bought and then wrote down why you bought that item from that person or company, what you liked about it, and then you wrote out all the reasons you didn't buy from someone else, some other company who tons of other people might love, you'll see you'll start to see that your preferences are so multifaceted. There are so many reasons why you choose one thing. And we've, we got even more complex with the Sunday situation. Some might not like certain ice cream or topping brands because of things like their values or their political affiliations or how they treat their employees. So when I was mapping out this podcast episode, I was actually sitting at a coffee shop and I was drinking an iced vanilla latte. I was eating the yummiest cinnamon roll. It's actually the reason why I go to that coffee shop. <laughs> I'm not a fan. It's not of their latte. It's not my favorite. I think it has a very bitter aftertaste. I do love the cinnamon bun. I love the decor. It's super, super cute. It's like definitely Instagram worthy decor. And it's close to home. I was so excited when they opened this specific coffee shop by my house, because I'm like seven minutes, I can go there and I can sit by the little fireplace that they have. And it's, it's pretty. But I happen to know people that don't like that specific coffee shop at all and won't come to that coffee shop. Some of them won't come to the coffee shop because of particular organizations that that company supports. Now, I personally don't approve of their beliefs and their organization the organizations they support but in that moment like in those moments I go there I'm choosing for ambiance I'm choosing for some yummy a yummy cinnamon roll I'm choosing it for a decent coffee and the ability to do some work and like kind of get inspired in a different place over what I what I feel about their political beliefs right so that's even takes this conversation so much it's so much more complex, right? It's not just about the product. It's not just about the company. It's about deeper. It's about the person, the value behind it, um, how they treat their employees, how they see the world. I mean, every decision we make, I know people that won't buy certain products because they're owned by Philip Morris, who, you know, make cigarettes and sell cigarettes, right? It's complex reasons for people to buy. So you can see that every single one of us brings a very complex reasoning and complex preferences to the table when it comes to who we work with, who we buy from, who we follow on social media, who we connect with. And it's not just about the Sunday as a whole or the coffee shop itself. It's about every little piece of it, all the little things. So sometimes it's not about the product or service at all, but the person providing it or the story behind why they started it or why they do what they do or what it looks like or some people buy things just because they want to spend money in that moment, <laughs> right? there's a vast amount of reasons and a vast amount of ways people connect to us. And you can't possibly worry about competing with anybody else. You cannot, you'll go crazy. If you worry about the fact that the market's saturated and you can't, you need to stand out like that will, that will make you nuts. It really will. It'll put so much pressure on you. It'll make you feel defeated. Think about like, So business, business and attracting your dreamy clients is all about you. It's owning who you are, your passion, your skills, and all the services that you want to provide in the ways you want to provide it. It's knowing some things about your clients, understanding who they are, what they desire. And it's also about you being you and doing everything your way, showing up your way, right? Understanding your clients isn't just about, you know, we hear a lot about, you know, know your client's pain points, right? It's not about that. When I'm here on the podcast, I have specific people in mind that it isn't just about what they're struggling with right now or what they desire, it's who they are, the type of person they are. The t- like I think about like the people I'd be friends with the people I'd get along with, the people that share similar values. A lot of my clients I connect with, they could choose from thousands of other coaches, right? The clients that I work with, we have similar things in common. It might be similar friends or contacts. It might be our love for dogs and coffee. There were so many different reasons somebody works with me and signs up for me that is so much more than just an offer that I have that they need you aren't going to be for everyone and that is okay don't try to be for everyone um that will make you crazy (laughs) that will it will it's not possible and we're not meant to we are the missing piece if you listen to the episode last week You're the missing piece for only a select group of people in this moment that need you right now. And most of the time, it's not something you can control. You can't control why people buy from you, when people buy from you, why people work with you, when they work with you. Your job is just to articulate what you believe in, what your passion is, how you help people, what your knowledge is, and and all that stuff, which should be like, a sigh of relief. Like that's all you have to worry about. It's just articulate your passion for your life and your business. And the clients and the customers are gonna choose what is best for them on their end. And in, you know, they're gonna make in that moment, they're gonna decide what's best for them. So your job is just to um I've heard of, you know, somebody call it like overcome obscurity, right? It's just to be visible so that more and more people will see you, more and more people will see you who prefer you over the others. And it's not really a competition. Isn't that great? We're not competing against each other because there are going to be people that prefer you. That's not that's that's just it that's a fact. There are going to be people that relate to you and prefer you. It's inevitable you know, out of the like 7 billion people in the world that you're going to have people that relate to you, just like you have friends, right? You have friends, you might be married or in a relationship, right? People prefer to have you in your life for a reason. So you just have to allow those people to get to know you in a multifaceted way, let them connect to you. You can't force yourself to be right for someone, right? That would never work in a like romantic relationship. You can't mold yourself and your business to fit everyone's needs. But you're also not in competition with every everyone else. Some people, I'm still in shock, don't like vanilla ice cream. It's vanilla. Like it's the most basic of all ice cream, right? It's the base flavor for things like Cherry Garcia and cookies and cream. Like they just like add things to it but some people don't like it and they'll people will either be attracted to you and want to work with you or buy from you now, or they won't, or they want to buy from you later. Some people rave about um, my massage. Like some people come back over and over again to get a massage from me. Some people, you know, share my name with their friends and other people are like, eh, it's all right. Some people think I give like a great deep, deep tissue massage. And others are like, ah, eh, it's not deep enough. Yeah it took me a long time to be okay with that. It took me a long time to be okay with the fact that I'm not going to be for everybody. And there's still enough to go around. So your focus, this is like the freeing part, your focus is on the people who are going to prefer you. That's it. That's all you have to worry about. You don't see maraschino cherry Company is like you know trying to convince people to like their cherries they're just like here's my here's the maraschino cherries you either like it or you don't that's it so today i'm going to give you some like reflections start to reflect on on not not how to stand out but what makes you you switch the dialogue in your head sw- reframe that it's not how you stand out it's not about knowing enough or not knowing enough that's a really important point it's not about all that you know it's about what you know in this moment you're always going to learn more you're always going to have more to give because you're always going to grow that's a given it's just about who you are right now and then think about how you show up in your business are you being 100% you or are you filtering yourself to to be somebody or offer things in your business that you think somebody's going to want to want, want to want Or you see other people offering. Again, they have different people that are attracted to them that are going to want different things. So are you being 100% you in all that you do in your business? Are you doing things or trying to be someone you really aren't? Are you showing up in ways that best highlight who you are, your personality, your story, and your knowledge and gifts? I work with this with clients all the time. A lot of times we're looking at their business and we're thinking... You know they're saying I'm doing all these things, and I'm like, "Would well, you even like to do those things?" And like, "No, I really rather do this." But I was told this is the strategy that would get me results. I hear this with people that like, "I do TikTok. Do you like TikTok?" No, I don't like TikTok. Or do you do? I do, you know, Reels. Would well, you like doing video? No, I don't like doing video. Okay, why are you doing video? <laughs> right? You want to show up in the way that you can voice yourself with clarity and confidence. And in the moment, it might be podcasting like this, or it might be just captions in an Instagram post or a blog. Maybe later on, you change and you articulate better on video. But you want to show up in the best light so that you find the people that prefer you. And it it may not appear that you are different than everyone else. Right? It may it may look like you're doing what everybody else is doing, but the people following you that 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 find you, they see the difference. It's in your energy. It's in your personality. It's in all the little intricacies of who you are. They see your unique spin without you having to put a unique spin on it. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> Write that down. Your dreamy, dreamy, dreamy customers, they see your unique spin without you having to put a unique spin on it. Does that make sense? You don't have to try. You're already unique. And the other thing to remember is not everyone is following everyone else. Just because you see 1,000, 1 billion coaches out there, or 1, you know, million copywriters out there or you know every other post isn't I don't know professional organizer whatever you do right the people following you like they might not see all those other people they might just find you they're not seeing what you're seeing not everyone knows about summer moon coffee where I went today right right some only know Dunkin' Donuts and Starbucks. Some only know the coffee shops in their neighborhood where they hang out. That's it. They just know what's local to them. So here's here's the mindset shift for today. It's not about what everyone else is doing or what they have to offer. It's about focusing on what you offer, focusing on the people who come into your world and connecting to them. It's that simple. It's about them finding multiple connection points with you to feel relatable and to feel seen and, and to find ways you match their preferences. It's the way they connect to you. It's no different than you know when you make friends or you, you're dating, right? You kind of are dating a lot of people to find your customers. And the beautiful thing about this perspective shift is that you don't have to try. <laughs> You, you just have to be more of you. Isn't that refreshing? Like you just have to be more of you. Doing more of what you love. Believing fully in what you offer and convey that to the world. That's how easy it gets to be. So I hope this little episode was helpful. It's a like little sweet episode. Um, I'm sure right now you're like, thanks, Katarina. I am now craving an ice cream sundae with all my favorite fixings. So Sorry about that. Hope you can find a good ice cream sundae. Um, would love to hear any takeaways that you have from this episode. Definitely, you know, shoot me an email um, or DM me on Instagram and let me know. Um, So yeah, I hope this was helpful and I'll see you all next week. Bye. Hi, lovely. Thank you so much for listening to the Fearless Female Entrepreneur podcast. You might've been listening along and thinking, I'm ready. I'm ready to become the woman who has all she desires. I'm ready to finally live my dream life and business. Well, listen in. If you're tired of sitting on the sidelines watching everyone else succeed wondering when you'll make your dreams happen if you want to step into unwavering confidence and show up in your life and business with a renewed energy and unstoppable mindset if you want to stop second guessing or letting doubts and fears stop you If you are ready to feel purposeful and fulfilled and abundant and joyful in all areas of your life, then Breakthrough is perfect for you. Breakthrough is my signature coaching program and we work together one-on-one to guide you to release the shoulds and finally call the shots in your life and business. This is where you make powerful transformative shifts in your mindset, beliefs, perspectives, and actions so that you're leading yourself to live life and create a business your way. This program is designed to help you find what's holding you back, completely reframe your beliefs so you lead with empowering thoughts, deeply connect to what you desire and who you will be when you get there, and have you leading your thoughts, beliefs, and actions every single day so that they truly align to what you desire to be experiencing in your life. So if you're interested in learning more, visit www.start dot katerinakormas com forward slash breakthrough info, or send me an email at katarina at truejoyexperience dot com and let's jump in.